0: Okay, and we are back with Hostels in Hawaii. I'm Zoe Cashin, and I'm here with
1: Brandon Lee.
0: (laughs) And we were just talking about many good things on this roof today. And we started talking about love, and Brandon Lee went, You should record this. This is going to be good stuff. And I was like, You know what? Yeah, because I want to hear your perspective on love, all those things. Don't exactly know what the premise of this podcast will be yet. But we're just gonna we'll let go it flow, go with it, and um, I feel like there some. There might be a lot of trauma in this. A lot of trauma. <laughs> yeah, but we, we, we'll see. And we were, we yeah, we were, were talking about. We were talking about love. We were talking about the souls, all of those things. We, we haven't really even spirit. mentioned like soulmates. Do you believe in that? Do you believe in soulmates?
1: I believe you can create your soulmate, but there's also other factors that goes into compatibility. But mm. um, I believe in. There can be opposites a track. It Mm -hmm. depends on the situation And depends on what you want at the time Mm
0: -hmm. So something I I do think that there are soulmates But I don't think that there is one soulmate for you That to me I've never really understood that Because I'm like how Why would there only be one person
1: Maybe it's one and all Because remember you meet one person at a time
0: Right and I also think in a way Like all of our souls are connected You know I think everything in the universe is connected um, In its own way But I think with soulmates, I think there's multiple people that your souls can connect, and I don't think there's just one person. I think you can have friend soulmates. I think you can have, you know, like a, a sister soulmate, you know, or like a, or yeah, or it could be a romantic soulmate, platonic, whatever it is, but I think like definitely a, your soul's connecting is not just a once in your lifetime type of thing. I feel like I've had a good, some, some friend soulmates already, maybe even some romantic soulmates, you know, I don't, I've never really used that word to describe how I like my connection to someone before but I do I do think it's a cute word I like it I like the idea of a little soulmate and yeah and I definitely have been in love before so in a way yeah like I think our souls I think when you are in love I think in a way your souls click and then you guys are soulmates for a time but I also don't think that it means that you're soulmates for the rest of your life. I think people view it in such a cut and dry way of you have one soulmate for the rest of your life and it's just about when you find them and it's like I don't really think you find a soulmate I think they're what you said they're made um by getting to know the person and by the way that you affect each other and how your guys' souls connect and click and i think you can have multiple and i think it also doesn't always have to be a romantic thing it can totally be a platonic thing we
1: can we have to dissect the word soulmate? and mm-hmm. we have to ask what is the soul
0: mm-hmm. and when this is go a good in, question i love this question
1: when you go into what is the soul so we ask what is spirit
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah you you asked me like what i think the soul is and i was saying i think it's your spirit i think it's your energy
1: right and but saying soul and spirit is so vague that you need to be more specific.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The, each person has their own expression past the biological and what you can see. In terms of the spirit, it's more along the lines of who you are as a self. And if you're looking for a soulmate, it's who brings out that true person in you. And that's what I view the soulmate as. There's so many people... Each person has their own type of universe and how they view you be based on how much time they spent with you or mm. what what you felt with them
2: mm-hmm.
1: and for me a soulmate is someone that you can be yourself around
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's like a solace or your own heaven mm-hmm. and that's what a soulmate is to me
0: it's oh, so beautiful yeah
1: and it's it's like home
2: mm-hmm. you know yeah. I, I use
1: that word a lot home oh, yeah. To describe a lot of stuff and not a lot of stuff, but like things that I can't describe,
0: yeah,
1: I call it home.
0: I've definitely had people that have made me feel like I'm home when I'm not home, you know. And home is especially out in the islands, like I think for me, that was a huge step coming here alone. And you know, first time I'd ever lived away from my family, I'd been away for like a month before um to travel but you know that's it, but that was different that was in the summer that was when i was in high school you know i've i'd taken long trips before but i'd never oh <laughs> people are on the roof um but yeah i would taken long trips before but oh she no. maybe i'll just let her okay <laughs> um he said no that's okay it's, it's, it's Amiens, so yeah I, like know, chickens, I know i so. know <laughs> yeah it's like chickens um but yeah i'd taken long trips before But I had never just moved away from home. And I am very much an... I don't know if the word is at-home soul. Not that I want to stay at home. I don't know if that's the right way to describe it. But, like, I'm very connected to my family. I love my home. I love my family. Um, But I also love adventure and I love learning. And I know that... You love the the new... Yeah, and I know that the best way for me to keep learning and growing is, you know, to get out of my comfort zone and to not be home. And as much as I love my family and they've taught me so much, definitely growing up, that's, you know, that chapter ends. That's a part of life, you know. You're not always going to live with your parents. Tempted to turn a page. Yeah, yeah. And... And I will always, uh, I remember my dad told me before I left coming here, he was like, you'll always, you know, you always have a home with us, you know. He was like, I know that you're going to go there and you're going to make a home for yourself and that's beautiful. But he was like, know that we're always here and that you always have a home with us. And like that is so nice to think about and i love my dad for saying that and i just love my dad in general makes me want to cry (laughs) Brandon lee starts crying
1: (laughs) sounds like such a good dad
0: oh i have the best parents in the world like i love my parents so much yeah and oh my gosh it's crazy that's like a huge thing that i've learned and i almost feel kind of guilty that i didn't always realize that i mean i've always shown my parents gratitude
1: you you realize that now so it's right
0: But like in the sense of like I always um, it's more like I've always shown my parents gratitude and told them like, hey, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Thank you for everything you do for me. That's something that like even as like a young kid, I would say to them because I, you know, I was aware of everything that they did for me and how much they loved me and how unconditional their love was. Like I was aware of it, but there's something about leaving home. And um, you know, one realizing being on your own without them and realizing how just how much they do for you, taking care of yourself and you're like, Wow, they did they took care of me for my whole life and now I'm doing it on my own and I can't believe that, you know, every day they, they did all these things for me solely just because they loved me and, you know, no other reason and and it makes um you appreciate it way more leave. Yeah, leaving oh my gosh, leaving home makes you appreciate it ten times more and, and when I came went back home for the holidays, um I cannot put into words how much I was just so happy to be there, which is, like, I I thought everyone told me, oh, you're going to get island, like, uh, what's it called, when you leave the island, and I think it was, like, island, no, it's not island fever, what is it? Island fever. Island sickness, no, something, fever. no, that's when you're on the island, I think, when you leave the island, oh, I think it's just, like, post-Hawaii Depression, something like that, mm-hmm.
1: Separation anxiety
0: There's like There's like a word That everyone uses for it And I'm totally forgetting Like they were like Oh island like-
1: So in Trinidad We have a word for that Okay It's called tabanka
0: Ooh Say it Tabanka 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 Yeah
1: Okay So tabanka means You're having Attachment issues And you want it to You want to go mm-hmm. back to it mm mm-hmm. That's what we call Tabanka.
0: Mm, I love that. Okay, so we'll use that word for now. So I thought that I would be experiencing Tabanka, <laughs> but I um, I honestly wasn't, which is like crazy because Hawaii is so beautiful, and I did definitely build myself a home there. You know, the hostel I worked at, I created this environment that I loved, and I loved the people around me, and I loved my work, and I loved being there, and I loved the island, and I was so appreciative to be there, and I truly had such an amazing experience there and so much life happened to me there and I learned so much it's like not even it's hard to even especially
1: in a short time
0: especially in a short time it was like I, the way I describe it now is it was like growing pains it was like sometimes I was learning so much at once that it was almost painful but like in a good way just like you know how when you're younger and your body is yeah. growing too fast for your you know the rest of you and, and it's just awkward and painful like sometimes it felt like that almost period. Yeah, sometimes it felt like that almost in my mind. So like I was like, wow, I'm I'm learning so much and I needed like a I needed a reset. Um and I needed to, and I needed to be with my family. I really loved them and I missed them and I wasn't originally supposed to be gone for that long and then they were supposed to come visit me as well, but um you know, other things, life had other plans and it it didn't end up working out um for other reasons. Um so
1: so you've experienced a type of family love.
0: Yeah. And
1: you've experienced relationship type of love.
0: Yeah.
1: What other types of love have you experienced that is different um, from those
0: love? Definitely friend love as well. And I, I like this question. I definitely want to get into it. But I'm going to wrap up what I was going to say about family it was just that um, it's just that I I knew I needed to be home with them. And, um, you know, I was like, well, if they, if they can't come to me, I, I definitely I need to go to them because Um, as much as I love it here, I've learned, um, you know, I've learned what I needed to from this place at this time, and I'm ready for the next chapter, and that starts with going home and spending time with my family, and then, you know, and then I ended up coming here, and I, you know, as soon as I got here, I feel like the whole time... I knew what I was doing like made sense and I was like this is what this this feels really right but like as soon as I came here at this time this was definitely the time I was supposed to be here I was supposed to spend that amount of time with my family I was supposed to come here the day that I did like everything kind of just clicked and it feels so right and yeah smoothly yes it just well yeah and I I don't know uh there's just so much to unpack there but I definitely think that The island, if you've spent a good amount of time on the Hawaiian Islands, I think you've probably felt this, that the island tells you when to stay, and it tells you when to go. So for me, when I was there, you know, and only supposed to camp for 60 days, and then I kept getting opportunities to to stay, that was the island telling me to stay. There's more for you here to learn.
1: So you've experienced that as well, Mm -hmm. and I've only been here for a month, and Mm -hmm. I came here to spend like one or two
0: days. Right. And
1: I've been here for five (laughs) weeks (laughs) Right, because the island's like There's more for you to learn It provides more and more and more Mm -hmm. Than the previously
0: When you're here with like the right intentions And you Mm want to learn and you want to grow I think the island can feel that And it, it shows you in little ways Like you are supposed to stay right now Is that the island love? Mm, that is the island love <laughs> um, but so I definitely felt as though the island kept opening doors for me and opportunities and it was telling me to stay and so I took those opportunities and I listened um, and also I wanted to stay I was, I was you know I was having a great time um, and I said okay I said okay no more college in the fall for me I guess it's time for me to stay and I truly took a huge leap because I was supposed to go to college in the fall and I totally changed the course of my life my life path by listening to the island and continuing to stay and it wasn't just you know it you know from an outside perspective it might just seem like oh she's just being crazy and spontaneous and irresponsible she just keeps pushing her flight back she just keeps you know doing new things and crazy things but it was so much more than that and there was so much growth and learning and all of that and I'm really grateful that I the time that I did have um on the islands but then I definitely you know I felt What's interesting to me is I I could feel that it was my time to go. I knew um, that I needed to be home and be with my family, and I knew that I needed to go home and also start working on my next step because I knew I did want to go to college, and I knew that I wouldn't be able to, you know, get all my college applications out. I went home for the holidays, and I knew that like I you know I needed to. There was things I needed to do to get ready for my next step, and I went ha- home and I did those things. But I also was like extremely present at home, which is. You know, interesting because I've talked to a lot of people and, you know, when they first come home from Hawaii, all they can think about is going back and going back. And I rarely thought about going back. but I And I knew I was going back, too. It wasn't like I was just like, oh, well, I'm not thinking about it because I'm not going back. Like, I had a plane ticket. And I just didn't think about it because I was like, I'm here now. I had a plane ticket. Well, this is what happened. So, I could feel... The island told me to stay and I listened, and I could feel the island tell me it's your time to go. But before it told me it's time to go, it gave me an opportunity to come back. And so I kind of knew that for me at least, because I could feel it, but it's so hard. It's so hard to like leave, you know, paradise. and, And I had this job and I had, I was living in this old broken down milk truck, this van, and it was my dream home. It was a van. 30 seconds away from the ocean and you know i had this job that was good i had i loved all the people i worked with like you know one of my friends from home daisy was working with me one of my friends avalon who i met on the island she came back she left the island and came back and then came and worked with me like like, and then the people I met, the the girls that I was working with at the time, just incredible people who felt like friends from home. I was talking to my friend Made Hannah the other day. Way from home. Made a home away from home. I was telling my friend Hannah the other day, I was like, you feel like a friend from home, and I met you in Hawaii. Um, but her and I have also like, tra- we traveled to California together afterwards um, so that I could figure out college and all of that stuff. And that's all on the podcast. And it's cool to now kind of like go back in and like talk about that. Um, I like how this is just, we did not know where this podcast was going to go we started and we were just like let's let it flow and we'll definitely get back to the love topic yeah, but i feel like i'm just letting this so this, this is a good type of love, yeah and this is like a love what i'm talking about right now is like a love for life
1: nature well that's why i like to say the whole life that we're living mm-hmm. it's a whole romance story between nature mm-hmm. and us mm-hmm. and that's what we live for mm-hmm. remember i told you we live for romance but we mm-hmm. die for
0: love <laughs> you did say that and i was like randomly that is so silly what he's you saying right now <laughs> but wait elaborate Should, just, I, should i finish my thought or yeah you, go ahead okay um because i want to get into this but i feel like we'll just go yeah. <laughs> it'll, we'll it'll go take off to. it'll take off um but basically what i wanted to say was that um you know i i but the love i'm talking about right now is the love for life and falling in love with your own life and falling in love with just experiencing living growing and it's also just a love for this island this is a beautiful place and I will never be able to thank it enough for everything that it has given me um, and I only wish that other people will have an experience similar to the one that I've had out here and it's hard when people ask me like how was Hawaii because you know most people in my life knew I was there but like there's no way I can ever truly put into words you know exactly everything that's happened to me and everything that i've learned and it's just it was such a heavy question when i did go home everyone was like how was it everyone to know and they were excited for me and i was like it was incredible and i learned so much but you know if you want to hear it all
1: describe yeah. what's happening
0: but also i was like if you want to sit down for five hours i'll tell you you know not, not uh probably let's scratch the surface in those five hours <laughs> you know like i was like i would love to talk about it because It's not just a vacation, we're not just like at the beach, it's you're here to grow as a person. And experience the world and to fall in love with life and to fall in love with the earth and the nature around you and be appreciative of this amazing world that we live in like we are so lucky to be alive like it's just not even funny so during this time period you know we don't
1: have to worry about clean drinking water or people coming to kill us (laughs) (laughs) Just yeah just
0: simple things like that it's it's crazy to wake up and be like I am living another day and you know yeah i have i have clean drinking water i have people around me who love me i have exciting adventures to go on i have good food to eat like just like all of these things i feel like we get so wrapped up in our lives that we take those those little things away but they're massive things we take them for granted um and yeah i definitely am getting slightly sidetracked but i'm just very passionate about this but i
1: remember you said how uh you did not know how to tank the island for the opportunities it gave you yeah i feel like you experiencing what the island is giving you is thanks
0: enough Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. oh that's beautiful yeah i love that yeah i mean i would hope and and definitely i i hope the island can feel my gratitude feel how genuine i am about like i don't know i i feel like this little tingle on my toes when i talk about it and i feel like it i feel connected to this place you know and i and i know that that a lot of people do feel connected to this place um and that's that's beautiful and, I, and I'm just happy to be a part of it you know and I'm happy to ex- be experiencing it and yeah I'm grateful and I hope that you know my gratitude is felt you know by the island I really hope so um but yeah I I'm also grateful the island kind of said I felt like it said to me look you need to go home right now and be with your family because it knew that I I felt that way I, I was feeling homesick and I missed them and I didn't feel I felt like it was harder for me to be present because um, I'd been there for nine months and um, yeah and my, my uh, sister came and visited which was incredible and I had like 12 friends come and visit me which was so awesome and they got you know a little taste of it and to experience it as well and like I feel like I'm so connected with those friendships now as well and we can get into friendship love as soon um but yeah my mom came and my dad was supposed to come but my dad got sick and that's what I was kind of like talking to uh, talking about earlier um but yeah you know it just wasn't his time to come out here and um he's getting so much better and he definitely is gonna come visit me out here so it's like that's what I'm saying it all works out and he's gonna come here yeah they want to come both my parents yeah and my mom and I got to spend um my mom's trip was cut short but um because my dad got sick so she had to go home and yeah and that and that was really hard and maybe I'll you know get into that you know another another time but yeah there was just a lot going on there and it definitely kind of rocked my world in a sense and made me so 10 times more appreciative for family and how they're there for you and and just my family's health and that my family has had good health up until this point and just, you know, so appreciative that my dad is doing better and that he's okay and that he's going to be able to travel soon again and, and hopefully they come here and they get to experience that island love too and see how, you know, I, I wanted them to come visit me not only because I miss them but because I wanted to show them how much growth I had done In our time apart and shown them like the daughter that I was becoming and like the person I was becoming that like they raised and like look at me now and there's just ambulances going on (laughs) yeah no and and I I wanted to show them like my my job and and the life I created for myself and my friends and the island itself and I wanted to show them all the cool things that I wanted to take them cliff jumping and I created a whole bucket list for them
1: you want them to experience the energy that you created that they can't feel through a phone or yeah. just talking.
0: Or I can't explain over a FaceTime or, yeah. Um, and my mom did get to come and she did get to experience it for five days. And it was a beautiful five days. And I felt like her and I got to bond so much. And that was beautiful in its own way because we got to have this, you know, mother-daughter time. Um, That's so, and, so
1: hard. I mean, like, for parents, uh, Yeah. I, you grew up for so long and they have this idea of who you are. But as you get older, it's like more change is mm. happening. Yeah. for them to
0: view as different is and- is like a person that's growing up in the world and it's like they almost have to like it's like they have to like let go and and yeah. i can't imagine and send you off i can't imagine being a parent that'll be crazy hopefully i have the podcast when i'm a mom and i'm still talking about things that you know because i think i was telling you you asked me what's the premise of this podcast like as a whole and i was like it started as telling people stories who come through the hostels in hawaii but it's kind of morphed into this like coming along with me on the ride of growing up and figuring everything out and you know learning and experiencing and this is a good
1: way of keeping your memories especially your thoughts and
0: journaling you know this is journaling for me this is therapy for me this is like
1: getting shit out
0: yeah Yeah. getting shit out oh i love i love podcasting so much i can't even like the amount of passion i have for this thing guys like thank you for listening because it means so much to me i cannot even describe like even if you take five minutes out of your day to listen to me talk a bit and just spill my thoughts and talk about things I care about like that means the world to me and you have no idea I'm so so, grateful
1: to be on this podcast with you like it's it's (laughs) it's out of my comfort zone but
0: it's nice yeah and it was so sweet how you asked for like I would I would love to be on it I was like all right let's do it we're talking right now let's do it you know um and we were like we truly did not talk about what we were going to talk about at all we've got we're going deep we're just (laughs) we're just um but what I wanted to say about my mom visiting and then and this is this is like you know i feel like this kind of theme is like love and the love that my mom has shown me is like some of the most powerful love i think that i've ever felt it's just you know and same with my dad and my sister but like i think the specifically the relationship between a daughter and her mother like i was literally in her belly <laughs> inside of her belly for nine months you and know seen you grew up yeah from then know. and and like there's no way that you can't be so connected after that nine months you know literally growing inside of her, that's an insane thought i was actually thinking about that on the hike the other day i was like holy shit women are so powerful like they just grow a whole nother life life inside of them yeah, and that is one of the most beautiful things i think i've ever seen we need <laughs> a
1: matriarchy right now what we need a matriarchy uh, I mean, rather than like, like women like a, a a woman
0: woman, society, oh women rule the world yeah yeah women are awesome of go women of course yeah. Lee's <laughs> of course women are awesome um and <laughs> and we'll get into Lee's love life in a second <laughs> love is, is,
1: is, does that even exist <laughs>
0: <laughs> no um but yeah i was gonna say the, the love that my mom has for me and the love that i have for her is so
1: incredibly so special a special connection in the yogic philosophy I and mean, we, we say it's called raksha Banda. It's a connection between your parents and you as you grow until you're married. Mm-hmm. And the energy changes when you get married because it's that attachment. And you know that you'll be taken care of because you're married now. Mm-hmm. And we call that Raksha Bandha mm. the connection between you and-, and I
0: love that. Thank you for teaching me all these new words today. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course, <laughs> we daff each other up. <laughs> yeah. No, I I love it.
1: Anka is the one that um yeah. for separation anxiety from yeah. things that you don't wanna leave, and Rakshabandha, the one that you experience in love yeah. with your family.
0: Oh, I love that. So yeah, definitely. I think uh one of my favorite parts about my mom visiting was just I could feel, you know how much um she loved me and I could I loved her so much and I was so happy that she was there and that we got to experience those five days together and um and I got to show her my world and everything and obviously it was very sad when she had to go um you know when she had to leave because um things were happening with my dad and it all happened very fast because we didn't know that, that you know yeah. I mean that's you know I don't want to get too much into it we yeah yeah but um but it was also like so beautiful to see how much love my mom had for my dad and that you know through thick and thin anything she she would be there for him and through sickness and health and all those things and it's just it's so beautiful and um yeah and and I respect her so much for it I think she's such a strong woman and she's my role model in life always always um I cry. <laughs> I cry when I'm talking about it. Yeah, but cute. I'm, like, actually tearing up because I, I do have so much love for my mom. But one of my favorite things about our relationship is that when she was, you know, out on the island, she was like, Zoe, you're teaching me. She was, like, being your mom. <laughs> I'm, like, actually going to cry. <laughs> being when your mom. laughing, crying is, like, so, so
1: beautiful.
0: Laugh, crying. It's just, it's, like, a happy tear, you yeah. know? I, I think crying is so good for the soul. Um, i think that it's a release of energy and emotion and it's natural and it's something to be proud of and especially if it's something over this if it's you're crying about love for another person like there's nothing to be ashamed of of that like let it out i think it's weird that in society that we're like oh crying is bad you know
1: logical and um did you know that the chemical composition of your tears are based on the emotions that you're feeling
0: no, that's really cool. Can you elaborate on that?
1: So, if you're feeling angry and you're you have tears, it's gonna be a different mm, different
0: kind of tear.
1: Yeah, like water has memory and has different mm-hmm. um, ways it it makes up at that mm-hmm. molecular level. If mm-hmm. you're emotional and say love or or you're happy, it's a different type of composition. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You yeah, you ever that's- had a tear fall and you, <laughs> you can taste it? Uh-huh, it's, it's different. I love that. I love how you
0: said water holds memory. And definitely, I think tears kind of hold memories and, and they hold feelings in them. Um, and That's why they're being released, because there's emotion there. Yeah. And that's why we
1: call it the tear, because mm. it's ripping apart from the emotion that mm-hmm. you hold. Oh,
0: ah, so beautiful. I love this conversation. And I also, I was just thinking about it. I feel so lucky because I think that I haven't, I haven't cried out of sadness in a long time. But I have cried out of happiness so many times so many times recently and and i lean into it every single time i enjoy crying i think it is so such a release i feel so good afterwards don't get me wrong i've definitely cried out of sadness (laughs) definitely but just i can't i can when i thought about because i was trying to think like how often do i cry and some people you talk to some people and they're like i haven't cried in years and i always i'm like damn that really see that like I, like, I feel like that's so built eyes, up. you know? Really? <laughs> like, I
1: got dry eyes, but like, it's one of those things where I haven't felt to cry and release mm-hmm. it, like, as I would. I would cry a little bit, and then I'd be like, oh, what What are you doing? You're crying. And, mm-hmm. it, and my body just doesn't mm-hmm. want to cry. Your body kind of rejects it.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. Do you think that your body feels, like, uncomfortable with that feeling?
1: Mm-hmm. No, it just feels like you've built up so much walls over a time period, and your body feels that, and even though you want it emotionally, it doesn't allow you to because you're still on that healing journey. Mm. Yeah.
0: yeah. And that's okay. You can take your time to break those walls down slowly, but...
1: See, yeah, I'm, I'm doing it now. That's why I came yeah, to
0: Hawaii. Yeah, right. No, I, I love that. And I want to, let's get into all of that, like why you're here and, and all the, and we have all these other things we want to talk about. I keep trying to just like finish this one thought I have just about my family and everything, but I definitely, I what I was going to say is I was just thinking about how many times I cry and um, and I was all I could remember was happy tears you know and i couldn't i mean i i've definitely cried out of sadness good amount of times but um but like the first thing i thought it was just crying because you know sometimes i cry because i love people you know like i I, how i kind of just started to tear up there um or interacting
1: like right now with you is Is a moment to cry for yeah because it's beautiful
0: and yeah (laughs) beautiful enough to bring grown man to tears that's like a saying it's true like beautiful enough to make zoe (laughs) come to tears and i definitely um i definitely have cried out of like gratitude before and out of just like out of pure happiness and like that's when i think about crying i think about crying because i love someone so much or because i'm so grateful or because i'm so happy to be experiencing the moment i am and i'm realizing that just how grateful i am that that is the reason that i'm crying yeah, that's something to be grateful for versus that you know it's not always a sad thing um but yeah and it's funny that crying is looked at as a sad thing because i kind of view it as a happy thing honestly when i think about it i mean i view it as an emotional thing um but not in a weak way not in i also find it interesting that people you know say that i'm showing emotion is weak you know i don't get that I don't understand it. Your power it.
1: comes from your emotions. Your yeah. ability to feel the lowest of the low is your power to feel the highest of the
0: high. Yeah, yeah. And that's genuine too. Your emotion is genuine. That's you. That's how you're feeling. You can't. You shouldn't robot. hide that. You're not a robot. That's what makes you human. That's what makes you beautiful. Is your that's emotion really what
1: makes us human. Yeah. And that's where our power and comes
0: from. Being human is so complicated, but so beautiful in so many ways. And I think that. I was just thinking about that. Like, it's so, like, being human is a beautiful thing.
1: So there's a, how to say, a hierarchy. You go from a child mm-hmm. to a prince mm-hmm. to a king
0: mm-hmm. king
1: or a god. And then <gasps> oh, when you reach to the god phase, you realize, nope, I want to be human. And you go mm. back to being a human. I want to be
0: a kid. Yeah,
1: or a kid. But the human part is being able to be all-encompassing whenever you want, when you want it.
0: I've never heard someone describe it like that, but that was definitely, that was interesting. I've, I don't think I've reached, I don't, I don't think I've ever been a king or <laughs> a You're god. The queen. Okay, thanks, Renly. <laughs> Um, But yeah, my point about my mom was just that she, you know, always she was out on the island with me. She was like, I'm learning so much from you. And she was like, and you've inspired me so much. And that is, I will probably cry again, but it was one of the best things she could have said to me because... I realized a lot of the things that I was doing on the island, like managing the hostel and stuff like that. I, I realized like the reason I wanted to do it was to make my family proud, to make my parents proud. And... I just wanted to... I knew I was taking a path that was so different from what most people were doing. And, you know, both my parents, Ivy League schools, my dad went to Dartmouth, my mom went to Brown. Like, smart-ass people, you know, intelligent, successful people.
1: And they're learning from you.
0: And they're learning from me. And they're learning from their daughter who wasn't in college, who was taking a different path. And... Just my mom was saying, like, the way that you've chosen to live your life and the outlook that you have and you know, what you're doing here. She was like, It's inspired me and she's like I'm she was like, I am going to she works for the Peace Corps and wow. she loves her job, but she was like, I once, you know, my sister is going off to college this next fall as well, so am I, so we're twins now and it's funny. But my mom was like, When you guys I didn't know you had a sister. Oh yeah, I have a younger sister. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, the only child. So that's nice. Um, yeah, we can talk about sibling love as well, because I got a whole lot of that. Um, but I
1: think that falls under family love.
0: Family love, yeah, same thing. Um, but my mom was just saying she was like you've inspired me for this next chapter of my life she was like Raise, my sister's name is Mia and she was like raising you and Mia has been the most incredible chapter of my life but she was like I'm excited for the next one like because you know I'm sending you guys off on your next chapters and she was like and when I do I'm starting mine and she was like and I'm you know her the way the Peace Corps works is you work like uh, a certain amount of years and her time you know I think they they want her for longer which like usually she wants yeah well and also like you you were i don't know i don't want to get into all the logistics of it but all you got to know is that um like she definitely is offered to stay there longer even though it's supposed to be in these like year-long segments but she was like i think you know she was like i think i've she's she's done so much good work there and she was like i want to travel she was like and i want to travel with your dad and i want to get a van and i want to rent out our house and go live in all these places and she was like i want to she was like i'm ready for that you know that part of my life to take off and she was like I and mean, you've inspired me to do that i'm going to do that because i've seen you do it and
1: coming from a mother to the daughter, that's that's powerful
0: right yeah i definitely cried <laughs> Me and my mom cried a lot when she came, and they were all happy tears, except for when she was leaving. Those were sad tears, for sure. Um, That was probably the last time I, I'm trying to think, maybe the last time I really, really, really cried sad tears. That was hard. That was definitely a hard moment, but it taught me a lot. Yeah, it taught me a lot, and it's also interesting, too, because... I feel like when people see us in Hawaii and they're like, oh, it must be paradise, it's probably amazing, and whatever people see stuff on social media and they're like, oh, that's the highlight reel, it's probably so perfect. But in reality, they don't have any idea what could be going on in your life or in on the island or what is happening. And yeah. when I say so much life happened out there, so much life happened out there, so much stuff that I don't, you know, even talk about. But
1: That's what life is. It encompasses the good with the bad the yeah. bad with the good.
0: Yeah, and that's... That's just like an interesting I I mean I think this is pretty well known stuff but when yeah. you what you see or what you perceive of other people's lives on social media or just what you small think of sliver. it small sliver and it never, you know it never it it usually only shows the good, but the beauty of life is that there are good and bad and there's ups and downs and that you feel and experience all of those things and so, you know just always keep that in mind that if you're going through something hard, like one that is part of the beauty of life and it will make the good parts that much better because you experience the bad parts but also know that everyone else is going through it even if, you know, everyone else is experiencing those ups and downs never too alone. yeah, you're never, you're never alone and
1: the middle ground is what we call love Okay, yeah, let's get into
0: love now because I feel like I finally kind of got my point across about how much I love my family. And and I guess I was talking about family love the whole time. But yeah. the reason we started this was because Brandon Lee started talking about love and he was like, you know what? He was like, let's podcast about it. I was like, fuck it. But then we took a swervy little path to get there, but we're here now. So what are your thoughts on love? On love? Yeah.
1: So we were talking about soulmates, right? Um, yeah. You create love. And if you look at human beings... Love is the thing that we actually created. It's mm-hmm. apart from nature and apart from appropriation. Uh, I love that you say that we created. I love that. It's,
0: yeah.
1: it's, so, it's something that we call ourselves because that's what we are. We are love itself. Mm-hmm. And like I said, with the middle ground, it's like the good and the bad. With the bad with the good. And the middle mm-hmm. ground is the love. Mm-hmm. The love for the good and the love for the bad. that's what life is Mm -hmm. nature our whole nature itself is is love itself down Mm -hmm. to the particles down to just experiencing the love for new experiences that's what love is Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, that was so beautiful (laughs) Brandon Brandon you're gonna make me cry (laughs) no yeah that was beautiful I think that love is one of my favorite parts of life one of my favorite parts personally and it is one of the most powerful beautiful feelings in the world and I I feel grateful and lucky enough to have felt it at a young age. Um, I mean, I feel like I I don't know how I talked Let's about talk this. About about I guess Let's talk, talk about, about it. Young love. All right, young young love is special for sure. What do you want to say about it?
1: Young love is unconditional, and as you grow older, love becomes more conditional mm-hmm. because of situations and stuff mm-hmm. that you end up in being. Um, I feel like that puppy dog love is the type of love that you are meant to have, without which is an unconditional love. Young love is our first experience and it shows you or it teaches you what you miss in, as a child you're growing up mm-hmm. and you're lo- what you're looking for
2: mm-hmm.
1: in that relationship is something that you learn um, from what you haven't got as a child growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that um, I watch this show. Okay. I, I'm going to recommend it to everyone right now it what no not euphoria <laughs> but a new episode did drop and i still haven't watched yet because i've been busy but charlotte was telling me about it she was like you've got to watch it she was like shit goes down so anyways but not that's not the show i'm recommending the show is called modern love and it is i'm recommending this to everyone right now so good it is based off the new york times uh like a column where people submitted love stories um and I think most all of them were set in New York as well, um, at least in the show, like most of the settings are in New York. But um, basically, it's all different types of love um, because there is all different types of love. And it's interesting because, you know, I feel like a lot of love stories that are usually told in the movies are usually honestly told about a straight couple. And they're usually white and they usually, you know, look pretty generic and you know like all the like rom-coms whatever it's always just like boy and the girl trying to figure whatever you know and um is
1: that kind of date where you buy spaghetti and then you guys uh, um <laughs> and the spaghetti connects <laughs> you guys buy
0: spaghetti. oh oh like oh like the the dogs the that dogs like yay yeah, yeah, yeah. what is that called that is corny
1: that? type of love
0: what's that movie called
1: uh, I'm not sure but
0: Yeah It was something Really cute And sort of the, they have dogs And they have meatballs yeah. And they're sipping the spaghetti yeah. And then they kiss yeah. was, I, that the actually Movie kind of love Movie kind of love um, Honestly that yeah, The spaghetti like. thing kinda Sounds kind of cute Actually sounds kind of cute I didn't really I mean Maybe gross I don't know um, But um, But I do think usually like uh, Love shown in movies For the most part Is pretty Gen Like you know, I don't know, like, the, the generic. classic, generic, like, love story, and there's nothing that's wrong if you like a good rom-com, um... A big part but, of
1: love is the feeling, and you don't get that feeling whenever you watch movies.
0: Right. Sometimes I do. Sometimes they get me. That's what a good rom-com would do. I mean, rom-coms, I feel like, are usually more cheesy, but, like, there are some movies where you can kind of, like, feel the love or feel the connection, and I've had movies where I've been like wow that was so beautiful but what I really want to see is more like representation and stuff like that I'm just thinking about that now but like how beautiful would that be if they showed like interracial couples or if they showed um, two guys falling in love I mean I know there are definitely movies like this yeah, and, 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 ma- and maybe I'm not watching the right movies maybe I'm watching the, the wrong wrong coms whatever uh, yeah probably the mainstream ones so that's you know that's that's on me I should I'll, I'll go and do my research on that because it's just a, a thought I'm just thinking about now like oh shit that would be really cool to see more stuff like that um, but yeah I think that would be so beautiful to show like um, I think there's actually a new movie called The Fallout which I really want to see and I think it's about takes on a lot of topics but I think it's about two young girls falling in love um, and Maddie Ziegler's in it and I love her so I I really want to watch that so anyways you're seeing
1: about love it's kind of making me uncomfortable but it's like a good uncomfortable you know? really? yeah because there's so many barriers that i have put up in myself for mm. the word love and mm, really? it made me um want to redefine love and
0: mm.
1: i think that's the whole point is looking for the undefined love mm. ever moving
0: that was that was very vulnerable that you said you that you acknowledged the uncomfortableness that you felt from that word, and sorry, I was just saying it a bunch I was just like blah blah blah, blah. but that is really it made me
1: realize, well how you're talking about movies and the representation of love mm-hmm. and the things that it doesn't represent real love, and there's different types of love that you feel actually in real life yeah. compared to the movies and do you think that it, um, it shapes what people look for love in mm, in a it sense probably,
0: it probably does I mean I feel like especially like young people when they watch movies like that young girls whatever they're like oh I want I want a love like that or whatever um, I think it probably does but I also think a lot of people can acknowledge like that's the movies and that's not you real life and yeah I mean I I think movies are honestly kind of a beautiful thing and that they um, sometimes you know sometimes they can capture the human experience and that is that's truly really beautiful but you know I I what I wanted to say is I wanted to recommend this show. Um, uh, because i got we got a little we got a little we went into the rom-coms we got we got all over the place but i like it um, young love yeah. well i think young love is i wouldn't say young love is like a rom-com at all um but what i was gonna say about i'll get into young love in a second <laughs> um, okay, in my my thought on it okay i was just gonna recommend the show modern love and it's basically stories written by real people um And submitted to the New York Times column and they tell all different types of stories like one of them is a gay couple looking to adopt a kid and the story isn't even really about their love I mean it is but Um, it's about the love that they have for this baby and wanting to adopt this baby and just wanting to be a family so bad and having that type of love and they end up there's this uh, woman she's having a baby and she's homeless but she's like homeless by choice like she just is like I want to live how I want to live and she's like you know or she's like she's sort of homeless, she's like driving around in a van in New York and just like doing her thing and she very much like doesn't subscribe to kind of like society's thoughts on her and all of those things, like she's just very much her own person and so when they first meet her, uh, they're kind of you know, taken aback by how she lives her life and just the way she's so nonchalant about she's just like, you guys can have, you guys want the baby because they have a hard time, they're having a hard time um, adopting they're also an interracial couple as well which is a cool representation mm-hmm. um, but they're having a hard time adopting because they're gay because um basically the adoption places That's so
1: sad, so i know you want to express the feeling of owning yeah. a family yeah. especially and society doesn't really yeah. allow you to do that which yeah.
0: and is so really w- sad for their experience and their story the adoption places that they were like working with they were having a hard time um just with like you know, I, you know, with the adoption process, like, they kept getting turned away and stuff, but then this woman comes to them, and she's, like, I'll give, you know, I'm, I'm pregnant, I'll give you my baby, and, and then, but it's this whole story about, you know, basically, what she asks them, all the adoption places ask them all of these other, you know, all of these other questions, you know, like, how much income do you have, and, you know, blah, 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 and where's your house, and, you know, all of these, like, logistical things, which are also important, and, um, you know, it's good that they ask those questions, um, but, the woman looks at them and she just asks them they're like eating in a diner and she's just like are you guys in love and they're like what yeah of course of course we're in love and she's like all right then you can have my baby and they're like what that's it you didn't want to know like how much income we have or whatever and she's like no i just i just want to know that the baby's gonna have two loving parents who are gonna stay together and and she went
1: straight to the fundamental
0: yeah she went straight to the fundamental and that's all that mattered to her and you know it's just such an interesting story of them kind of having this love for each other and then love for when to start a family but then the love that they end up becoming friends with you know the woman as well and like she's a young girl so that's why she doesn't want to you know and she's like living on the street and she's She's like I don't want you know I can't raise a kid on the street and and it's just it's so interesting um that one definitely that that episode stuck out to me um but there's a bunch of different episodes there it's one of those shows where it's a new story each time so I it's love to watch it. you should definitely watch it it's so good and it's just it's just a new story each time and a different example of love and the different you know and they're real stories obviously like um they're a little bit exaggerated or you know fluffed up for you know the tv and stuff yeah right like it's just like it's a story about love but it's like not what you would normally expect you know it's not about the couple who's adopting it's not about them meeting it's not about them falling in love it's just they're already in love and they want to start a family and that's the love that they're talking about and so yeah i think that show and i love the name it's a perfect name modern love
1: someone taught me the word patience yes. well I know the word patience, but what she said was patience allows you to never settle for second best mm-hmm. and what they did the couple did is like they had patience and something provided them with something that is better than what they would have normally gotten through the system mm-hmm. and I think that's beautiful mm-hmm. patience allows you to yeah. never settle for some, the mm-hmm. second best
0: yeah I definitely would say that too with relationships with that sort of love I think for me, it's always happened for me when I wasn't expecting it. When I was patient, like you said, when I was doing my thing and confident in myself and happy with myself and loving myself and, you know, not looking for a boyfriend and not being like, I want a boyfriend. It's just what's, at least it's how it's always gone down for Your me. My cup was always full. Yes. My cup was always full without it, but I was, I was always open to share a drink with someone else whose cup was also full you know um but yeah I mean I think for me it's always happened in this natural way where if I meet someone and we connect and like we were kind of talking about like souls kind of clicking and and really getting to know that person I I've said this before on the podcast but I love 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 getting to know someone and someone actually said that to me last night I'm not gonna disclose the name but someone looked at me and said Zoe I loved I have, I've loved getting to know you and um I love getting to know know you really yeah and but that meant so much to me like that someone said that to me you know to be like I'm thoroughly enjoying getting to know you and and how your brain works and you know and how your um how your soul is and all these things how your spirit is and your energy and learning from you
2: yes yes
0: yes and I think that's a big part of love is like understanding you know their universe and and being a part of it and just experiencing it together, experiencing the world together. I told
1: someone yesterday is like each person is living in their own universe mm-hmm. because who they meet, who they see is a part of their universe. Mm-hmm. And when you're conversating, is you're like traveling in a parallel universe mm-hmm. because of.
0: Ooh, I love that yeah. you're traveling in a parallel universe. Yeah, That's every fucking conversa-
1: sick. Every a kind of conversation, every person you meet is another universe that you're traveling to and you're here in the physical reality
0: that is such a beautiful way of putting it i definitely i fuck with my universe heavy uh we are having a good time over here anyone is welcome you guys can travel pop on through to this parallel universe like i i'm creating a space and energy here that i love and and that i want anyone to feel comfortable in and i i love that way of looking at it and i definitely think that getting to know someone isn't just you know isn't just like, oh, what what's your favorite color and all of those things. I mean, I think those things are cute as well, but just really getting it's to depth. know depth and getting to know how their mind works and getting to know how they see the world and I think that's a big part of being in love, falling in love, having love for someone and, and that goes for platonic love as well. You asked me about that, friend love, right? Have you felt friend love?
1: <sighs> um, friend love has been kind of weird for me. Mm-hmm. I've ha- I've felt it, but it's been so long that I can't really put my memory to it anymore, it's a lot of hurt, Um, but I felt love, young love, Mm -hmm. because the young love is about having a full cup, Mm -hmm. and when you're young, your cup is literally overflowing, Mm -hmm. everybody else is literally overflowing, but as you grow older, your cup empties out, Mm -hmm. and the the friend love is something that I felt it, but it's been conditional, Mm -hmm. you know? I can't really talk much on a friend love
0: okay. well, so what about the young love that you were talking about?
1: Young love is um it taught me what I've been missing from growing up right, mm-hmm. and my cup was full, mm-hmm. and then she poured into it, mm-hmm. but also in a way that her family taught me how mm-hmm. love that I was missing, which is the family love. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have much i have that family love but it was a a condition conditional kind of family love Mm -hmm. especially growing up in a household where you have to be the best of the best or the uh, indian household uh, brown Mm -hmm. household is like you don't get all a's and you're out of (laughs) here yeah oh
0: my gosh i would not do well in that household
1: (laughs) but it was a good but it taught me Mm -hmm. um how a mother is and i've always like and i was apart from my mom for a while Mm -hmm. And in terms of that young love relationship, they accepted me for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and showed me what a family or mm. ohana Aww. felt like. That's so beautiful. And I grew attached to that. Uh, but the young love, like I said, it teaches you the things that you n- knew that no, you don't know that you would uh, ever experience.
0: Yeah, I think something about young love is it's very pure.
1: I don't know if I want to talk more about it, like that, that young love part, but mm-hmm. we can talk more about the definition of young love, because yeah. it taught me how to redefine mm-hmm. my love now.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, my experience with young love, I'm so grateful for it. I think it taught me how to be loved, it taught me how to love, and I think that's an important lesson to learn, and to know what you deserve. and. Feel love and all of those things to experience it at a young age is something that's really special, and I feel very, very lucky that I was able to experience that. I fell in love when I was 15, crazy stuff, crazy stuff. And I,
1: I fell in love many times, I was like 11. 11, what I'm kidding me, but um, let's say it was a very young,
0: no, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not like okay, maybe yeah. you did. I, I just I did, said it's crazy, I'm not judging. I'm just like, yeah. damn, 11.
1: I'm, I'm a person I always. It's very deep if I have to do that, yeah. you know.
0: You think you fall in love easily?
1: Uh, well, now,
0: before, now. Is it probably. harder?
1: It's harder now. Mm. Mm. I have a different definition for love now. Okay. I appreciate what is in front of me, but also. Um,
0: wow, this is a really hard conversation to have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's very hard And only talk about What you're comfortable with But I yeah. appreciate That you're being vulnerable And that you're Pushing yourself Out of your comfort zone But obviously Talk and about what you're comfortable with my idea too To it talk about <laughs> <this> love podcast <laughs> Yeah you were like yeah. Let's talk about love But I mean it, It's getting real It's getting deep But again Whatever you're comfortable with
1: um, Let's talk about The, the love that I re- redefine. Mm-hmm. What it taught me From the hurt So it taught me that <laughs> Love is what you make it mm-hmm. Sometimes there's more, well, there's an energy that you can feel from other people. Um, it's like the platonic love with all the physicality mm-hmm. is that energy of attraction. You know, mm-hmm. you feel a, n- a north and South Pole kind of mm-hmm. attraction when you put two magnets t- together and then they're mm-hmm. repelling. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's feel like that repelling feeling is the strongest feeling rather than have it
0: mm-hmm.
1: connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah you ever had and you just keep it close together is that that are you talking
0: about kind of platonic like friendship
1: love not platonic but just in terms of the strong force that you Mm -hmm. feel with two magnets when they put it put it together that are repelling Mm -hmm. each other and Mm -hmm. you try to put it closer and closer together and and it doesn't connect right Mm -hmm. but the force between it is so strong that it's something that you can't feel anywhere else it's like opposites attract but it's a new way of looking at things because nobody else has that force that mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. and that's what the the love that i've learned to look for now
0: mm-hmm. interesting i feel like i i don't even i don't know what if i've experienced what you were just describing but that's very interesting i feel like my uh view on love is constantly changing or my definition of love is constantly changing or it's, it's a love. love is supposed to yeah be and it's constant and it's always and it's always yeah it is hard to define um, but it's just it, something there's something apparently <laughs> he's taking a moment he's, he grabbed his heart um, I, need, I need
1: to tell you the story of like why I came to Kauai okay. just to heal so the other day I went to church and <laughs> it's been a while since I went to mm-hmm. But this was a kind of unconditional love that you feel only in church where okay and these people are and I wasn't and I'm, like I'm this. not religious so I don't
0: even know but I'm gonna I wanna listen and hear this this is a church of sp- uh,
1: spiritual living and stuff um, okay
0: awesome yeah and yeah I'm definitely I'm spiritual but I've never I didn't grow up religious but I definitely you know believe in that the universe is all connected and I'm definitely like are you familiar with chakras and stuff have you ever mm,
1: heard of yeah. the heart chakra in a sense mm-hmm. it's essentially your nervous system and sometimes due, due to trauma these things get blocked Mm -hmm. my my heart chakra has been blocked for years Mm -hmm. i can tell Mm -hmm. because i just went through an experience of opening that Mm -hmm. when i was in the church my heart was beating Mm -hmm. it was literally coming out of my chest and in terms of our electromagnetic feel and our aura that's where our aura begins it's from my heart Mm -hmm. uh when I was inside the church, it's like, wow, these people don't know me. But they're showing this kind of love that humans are meant to show to each other. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, is this what life is supposed to be? Because you live in such a dark place for so long. like Life is supposed to be good. Life is supposed to be lubricated well so that you can go through it smoothly. And when I felt like that day allowed me to open up my heart more. Ever since then, I've been feeling my heart. (laughs) Yeah, it's so beautiful. You become conscious of your heart.
0: Yeah, I love that. I'm happy that you're feeling your heart. That's a good thing. Um,
1: It's been a slow process. Very slow process.
0: No, 100%. I I feel like I honestly have obviously been guarded in my own ways, but for the most part, always been very open-hearted. I feel like I've felt my heart for most of my life, which... Very grateful to have that experience. But I definitely think that each person that I, you know, fall in love with, whether it be romantic, platonic, friendship, family, I feel like they grow my heart more and more. I feel like I feel inside of me like I have so much love to give, like in abundance. Like I feel like I have enough for myself and that's first and foremost and i'm i'm filled my cup is filled you know filled to the brim but i'm like overflowing and i'm like oh shit and i'm trying to like pick it all up and i'm like all right i'm, I'm gonna pass this off to you and you and you yeah. you know and i want it's i want to spread same, the love exactly. and and i think spreading love is one of the best feelings and and i definitely yeah i i feel in such a good place with all of that stuff and just that I want to give, I want to spread, I want to share, I want to all, do all those things with love, and um, I think it's cool to grow up and just slowly learn more about it and experience more with it, and definitely when I first fell in love at 15, it's so different as to how I would fall in love now, so different, you know, and falling in love at 15, a crazy thing to do, you know, definitely taught me a lot, definitely my view on, on love has changed a lot since then though and i've felt different types of love since then um and i think that's one of the cool things with different relationships and stuff um is loving people in different ways because i don't think especially if we're talking like relationship love i don't think you love two people the same way i think each new relationship there's a different kind of love and i think it kind of unique love, unique love for each person and you love each person in a different way and i think it grows kind of each time not necessarily meaning that there's less or more comparatively but just that that it grows and matures you know like the second time I fell in love I felt I felt a more mature feel to it and a more like I don't know like selfless feeling as well of just like this is just something I'm feeling and and I just and I just want to give the love And it's not about I don't know Young love I feel like it's very so you have so not know uh, that You
1: want to give Yeah But so for much me love. it's like I have a lot of love But it's locked in, mm-hmm. And it's just Pounding Against the this, I got the, it. the bars of the Prison That it's locked in And it, each time it pounds It just gets Softer and softer And
0: It's gonna I'm break through the, It's gonna break through
1: I hope so Hopefully it breaks through But it has to be with the r- with the right person, you know, mm-hmm. after so yeah. long.
0: Well, not to be a cheesy motherfucker, but maybe <laughs> you'll find a person that has a little key. <laughs> maybe they'll unlock it for you. They'll be like, oh, shit, you were pounding this whole time? I got the key. I'm so sorry. No, I'll, uh, I'll unlock like, that for you. do you think
1: that's kind of selfish to look for someone else to be able to hold something like that?
0: Yeah, you, I-, I can see. I mean, I was also l- just kind of joking. But, <laughs> yeah, no, But I but I also, I get what you're saying and that, like, it should come from mm-hmm. you and not... From another person but I think there are people that can help you kind of like open that up and and help you I mean you don't have to always do everything yourself you can allow the, all time, I know but you can allow other yeah. people to help you and and help you share that love I mean you're sharing love with another person it can't just be a one-man job
1: that's true <laughs> o- o- one uh, I gotta be a man
0: yeah in your case I'm like it doesn't have to all come from you you can let you can allow someone to help open you up as well i mean i was joking with the whole key thing that was okay and me and brittany are back the recording stopped (laughs) for a second but we're back we've taken some time to process we just honestly just talked about the conversation that we just had because it was really depth depth, yeah yeah (laughs)
1: The little highs and buys that we've experienced.
0: And, and, I, and I was telling him when he was first came over to me this morning and was asking about the podcast and everything. I was telling him, like, it allows me to get to know people really well. And I appreciate the podcast for that. That I can, like, you know, have a connection with someone. And me and Brandon Lee were friends before this. And we knew each other. But I feel like I know you so much more now, you know, just through this conversation. And so I'm appreciative of that. And, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that we did this. And so it's been fun. I,
1: and I was telling her, like, the reason why I came to Kauai was to heal. Mm-hmm. And allow allow me to not be by myself
0: anymore. Mm-hmm. And
1: when I first saw Zoe, like she said, she had a first impression of me of being a, a character, but a unique character. Okay. Yeah, character.
0: Yeah, I was like, he's a character for sure. He's a hostile
1: awesome character. Th- the vibe that Zoe was giving me is. Uh, Charlotte, come over here. <laughs> come on, Charlotte.
0: No, we're we're ending it right now. But
1: yeah. Well, well, to sum it up is like, I could have told that at the first time meeting Zoe. She was provide. She she was here. That that type of energy that I can probably open up to because she's she looks open and me being so spiritually aware that I could have just tell at that moment when mm-hmm. I saw you and stuff is like mm-hmm. God put you here for to mm-hmm. allow you to mm-hmm. express yourself mm-hmm. and look I'm doing that right now through mm-hmm. the podcast right. right yeah now you're choosing and yourself just now like. I went to the pee, and I was like,
0: <laughs> "You went to pee during the break. We took a pee break, right?"
1: So I, I was realizing in that moment of just being in that moment,
0: I'm just peeing
1: on I'm the toilet. Yeah, that's that's um, talking about like the self love. Yeah, it came to me as, like I built myself up to this point where you transmit so much energy and you transmit the trauma and everything that you've been through into becoming this person. And in terms of the self love, is like you don't want to give up that the type of person that you've grown Mm -hmm. and that type of energy Mm -hmm. and since this podcast was like about love and Mm -hmm. your relationships and stuff is that's one of those barriers Mm -hmm. that you're afraid to go into mm-hmm.
0: yeah and honestly give up this is the this is the kind of line i feel like i, I don't i don't want to sound okay. cheesy um but uh, I, think yeah. you, <laughs> I think that you
1: i think that you guys charlotte just
0: walked in and she's like wow what's going on no it's but a new anyway. but i think that the um like the most important part about like loving someone else is loving yourself first and you truly can't give all of yourself to someone if you don't fully love yourself and i think self-love is one of the most important types of love and we honestly didn't even touch on that one that much exactly. but so it's one of my oh you were like, like shit self-love this, this is, is this the self, way is myself, yeah. i love that i mean self-love is one of my favorite types of love and that's what i meant mm-hmm. by i said i feel like i'm overflowing is i feel like i have the self-love you're to be able to I,
1: I think you're teaching me how to Overflow that after, you mm-hmm. know, in, a, in, a, yes, in a way.
0: That's actually one of my favorite things ever to hear someone say because it's part of when I do become friends with someone, if they open up to me about, like, you know, I, I've struggled with self-love. I, I used to struggle with it a lot. I used to have no self-love, which is crazy to look back now, but, like, I've done so much work on it that now I do feel like I'm overflowing with self-love. And so if I can affect any friends in my life and give it to some, you know, give them a little piece of it and, and help them yeah. find a way to overflow as well or just, you know, just be there and support them and that, that's, like, one of my favorite things ever to, to do and to be a part of, and that's, like, why, like, you know, one of my... Favorite things about friendships growing is like love helping each, each other. other. Yeah, yeah, learning from each other and, and helping on the each other. Next
1: episode of Zoe's <laughs> podcast, we're gonna talk about self love. <laughs> Wagwan, see ya guys later.
0: <laughs> I like how he decided he was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> that's I love that. We yeah, Brandon day. Lee really, really opened up on this, and I'm really appreciative that he came on and that he I wanted this experience. And yeah. Yeah, and I hope you guys enjoyed, and this has been Brandon Lee and Zoe Cashin, (laughs) and this has been Hostels in Hawaii.
1: Zoe Zoe 102, 101. 102.
0: No, No, this has been Hostels in Hawaii, and I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. Don't forget. Mm. Tabanka. Oh, yeah, I love that word. Thanks for teaching me a new word today, Brandon Lee. All right, bye.